0: Welcome to the Stiano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Stiano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specialising in breast and body contouring. And we're live on Facebook. So we are live on both uh, Instagram and Facebook, and I'm assuming everything's working because I'm a pro. In fact, I think I think you probably realise what a pro I am, and if you don't, well then go to YouTube because this guy here has got one thousand. Yeah, you heard me, one thousand. I think actually it's one thousand one hundred now subscribers. I've got uh, over a thousand subscribers. I. I believe I am in a position to monetize my YouTube account. If that's not an influencer, I don't know what is. So in order to try and uh, I'm always trying to improve things. So I have um, I've noticed the audio is often a bit ropey. I don't actually I don't know what it's like on Instagram, but often on Facebook. It's a bit ropey. And I'm assuming it's working. So I've done something to try and improve that. Yes, I have. What have I I done? I'll show you what I've done. 212, how's that? (laughs) (laughs) How's that for the audio? I've got a new setup for the audio. Yes, I have. Now, (laughs) I'm a bit embarrassed. Good God, it looks ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean, (laughs) she has got it today. Oh, um I think it, I think the audio is better now we've done a poll on the Facebook page the the the, the private page for the for people who've been to the clinic and resoundingly the poll has come in favor of keeping this here for better audio I think the figures were it was overwhelming I think it was something like five people voted to keep it and two people said it should be moved away so with that sort of you know, with those figures, it's hard to, you know, I said the alternative is to have it like that or i can have it like that, just like that. So is the audio, is anyone? Oh, hi, Joe. Joe's here. Hi, Joe. Joe's on Facebook. Someone's on Facebook. Joe, I mean, Instagram, I think the audio is all right. But Joe, what do you think about? Is it, I mean, I feel, I've got to be honest, I feel a bit ridiculous. I didn't think it would look quite so ridiculous. Um, I'm thinking of doing my book. What book you say? This book here. I'm thinking of doing my book, audio book, and I thought this would be good, wouldn't it, to do an audio book, wouldn't it? You could do sort of sort of thing. Um, it's a professional setup, guys. I'm not messing about here. Yeah, we got a professional setup here. This is the uh, seven pm Q and A with uh, JJ Stano. If you've got some questions, please post them below, or feel free to get in touch live on the broadcast. So uh, today, what we've got is uh, we've got questions about scars and mummy makeovers and other things. Move it away from your face, please. Oh. Well, Roxana, that was a thing we said. whether I put... <laughs> Shall I put it like that? But the audio is better like that, isn't it? And I can hide. Still there? Oh, yeah. Anyway, I think it looks slightly ridiculous there. I've got to be honest. I mean that looks ridiculous, doesn't it? I don't want to tell you what my wife thought of me buying this contraption, um, but then she thinks the whole thing's laughable. Anyway, is, there you go. Let's put it like that. Let's get, let's get that. Oh no, that's a. you are supposed to have that there, aren't you? Because that's a pop filter. It's a pop filter, guys. Right. Let's go like that. If I go like that, that should be all right. Anyway, we'll assume that that's that that's there further away let's just go with this shall we um anyway i hope you appreciate all the efforts that i'm making to make this the home studio in in here um so good so i got oh god what have i done um i've got some questions if you've got any questions please as you know please post oh god sorry i've just put a question up but you know what while I was doing all that I'm going to take that question off because while I was doing all that people were saying stuff on Instagram and I was ignoring them here we go Toby how long does it take to have survey from consultation surgery from consultation um well there's a minimum Toby of two weeks from surgery to consultation and that is a cooling off period a bit like uh, when you get a credit card you have to you know if you want to change your mind about the credit card, you can you can uh, sort of cancel it within two weeks. And it's the same with surgery. So there's a minimum period that recommended by BARPS for two weeks. Now, it, well, I, sh- I should preface that by saying what sort of surgery you're talking about, because we do do see and treat surgery for moles and cysts and minor procedures where you have it on the day. But I'm assuming you're talking about a bigger operation like a general anesthetic case, a tummy tuck, breast reduction, breast implants, something like that. Um, so minimum two weeks. Um, But obviously, then it depends on uh, availability. Availability is uh, difficult at the moment, Toby, in terms of the COVID and the private hostels all being used by the uh, NHS. I'm really hoping that we're going to start seeing some green shoots of recovery um, in terms of the private hostels allowing us to do more work. Uh, if, If the NHS can start to do more in the NHS, then the private hostels will be able to do more private work in the private hostels rather than the NHS using the private hostels. At the moment, how long until surgery? I'm going to say I'm not good at this, Toby. You put me on the spot. May, May? When's May? March. We're March now. April, May. May? Can't be June. Can it I've May, June? Maybe May? Maybe June. May, June. A couple of months, Toby, I think. But the people in the office know better for but, but the waiting list sort, type of thing. Zoe says on Instagram, hashtag AskJJ. And I can see, what is it, Olivia has done hashtag JJ as well, so it hasn't gone unnoticed. Hashtag Ask JJ, considering getting a breast reduction and uplift, would you recommend to wait until having kids? Thanks. Zoe, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Uh, the advice from a purely surgical point of view, if you are thinking of having kids or if you are thinking of changing your weight either way, if you want to put on weight or lose weight, then i would recommend that you do those things prior to having body contouring surgery breast reduction and uplift um is is one operation so an uplift is part of a breast reduction so that would just be lumped into sort of breast reduction but but obviously part of it is tightening the skin and making the size and the shape um as perfect for your body frame as we can and things can be changed by having children and things can be changed by putting on and losing weight in an unpredictable way, that's the problem. It's unpredictable. I'm not gonna say if you have children, it'll get they'll get bigger or they'll get smaller, they'll they'll droop. Those things might happen, but they might not. But it's unpredictable. So if you want a predictable surgical result that lasts, you're better off doing it when you've got a stable playing field. So ideally you should wait to have children until you finish having children. Now, some people say, well, that's gonna be many years. But if that's gonna be many years, you can have surgery now, as long as you accept if you do have surgery, um, if you do have children then that might affect the result. So yes, so directly asking the question, should I wait until I've had kids? Yes, you should wait until you've finished your family before having uh, any breast or body contouring surgery. The other thing about breast reduction is it might affect your ability to breastfeed. It might not, you might be able to breastfeed, but it might affect your ability. So if you wanna maximize your chances of being able to breastfeed, because of course not everyone is, but if you wanna maximize your chances then don't have a breast reduction uh, prior to having children, wait until you finished your family uh what do we got uh Silvana, what's that hand up Dosky's joined pick up yourself toby i want uplift and implants and i want a really high look but i might want a baby in a few years will it affect the girls much yes it will especially if you want a really high look because that really high look ain't staying oh no it ain't staying not with children because they stretch the skin And that really high look you need to have tight skin to keep that really high look so um yeah i said it will it might i mean i don't know it might not but uh but it's it's a bit risky because it's expensive operation and if you know you want to have children then um ideally you should wait uh natty less than two weeks to go to my op i'm nervous already don't worry i'll be reading up about it it'll be fine olivia's here right what's happening over here um in terms of Facebook are we saying oh we're not saying anything. looking dapper oh we're looking dapper why thank you I've been on my fire tra- uh fire what was it fire training or something this afternoon fire awareness there you go um I'm aware of fire procedures now um hi Tracy hi Olivia Hi, Roxana. Right. Let's get into this, guys. What have we got here? We got a question that goes something like this. What do you think of red light in brackets infrared treatment for the scars? God, how am I supposed to answer that? What do I think of red light infrared? Well, I'll tell you how I answer that. I don't know. Um, it's a bit weird. It's a funny, the cosmetic world, because there's lots of um, there's there's lots of. And there's lots of things that can be done in the cosmetic world. And I guess I'm in the cosmetic world, but I see myself more in the surgical world. And there's a huge non-surgical world out there in terms of cosmetic um, medicine, I suppose you'd call it or whatever. Um, And um, this lies in that cosmetic world, which I am not part, I don't really feel part of. Um, so I don't know anything about red light treatment for scars. i tell you what I do know about scars. What I do know about scars is that they are often red and firm to start off with and they usually fade. To be quite honest with you, the most important thing for scars, the best thing for scars is time. With time, most scars will fade, will settle. I think if you moisturize them, if you massage them, that can help and you need to avoid the sun because you can get a pigmented scar if you have a a sun exposure while it's active. You need to look after your skin in general terms. So you need to eat healthily, drink plenty, and and avoid smoking. Um, And that's gonna maximize your chances of having good scars. Um, In terms of treatments for scars, you normally don't need treatments, but sometimes you do need treatments if you've got a problematic scar. And that's usually a red scar or a raised scar. And there are things that can help with that. And the things that I would use are things like um, steroid silicone gels and, again, massage and pressure, depending where it is. Laser can help with red scars. Um, I'm not sure if this red light infrared treatment, is that, I think that's different to laser. I don't think i are talking about laser. But that can help with red scars. But I've got to be honest, most red scars do settle, and these things just maybe help them settle a bit quicker. So may, maybe it will help. I, I, the best thing is to talk to someone who does it to be honest with you i don't do it so i don't i can neither confirm nor deny whether it does any good at all to scars rogan's joined my phone's in there. Is that my phone what's that yes yeah, my phone um sorry it wasn't is that helpful i don't feel that was very helpful but anyway we'll gloss over it um Khan, a bit late. Who's a bit late? I think I was on time today, Khan. You Were You a bit late, because I think I was on time, which is unusual. Uh, can you explain how lymphatic drainage works, and is it good to speed up recovery? This is from Tracy Bell on Facebook. Uh, oh, God. Dr. Katie's asked me a question as well. Oh, God. I'll answer that, Katie, after this one. Um, so... Well, again, we don't really offer or do lymphatic drainage, but basically uh, manual lymphatic drainage is like massage where the tissues become, uh, when you have any sort of surgery, then you're going to get edema. You're going to get swelling and you're going to get fluid retained in the tissues and manual lymphatic drainage can help to drain away some of that fluid and some of that swelling. And I think it's one of those things which is not going to do any harm. I don't particularly recommend it and some people might find benefit from it. I don't, again, I don't know whether it's good or bad. I think you'll often get swelling which settles, you know, whatever you do. And it might help it to settle. And it might also be been quite nice and quite nice to have someone to sort of do the manual lymphatic drainage. And I think all these things are important. So it might be something that we, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be averse to introducing it into the clinic because I think it's, it's not going to have many downsides and it may have upsides, but basically it will just help with the, with the edema, with the, with the fluid that collects after any sort of surgery um, to drain them away. Uh, I've got to, I've got to get over here because I've got to manage Facebook and Instagram. Only a few people in the country can do this. So I hope really you realize I've got a proper mic and everything. Um, Dr. Katie, hi. Hashtag Ask JJ. That's what I'm talking about. What happens with mammograms in a lady who had implants under the muscle? Do they take place as normal? Yes, absolutely normal, no problem at all. There's lots of people with implants under the muscle. And in fact, when we're doing breast reconstruction um, after cancer, you might actually reconstruct the opposite, um, not reconstruct, you might actually use an implant in in the opposite breast when you're reconstructing a breast. The first thing I'd ask people when I'm reconstructing the breast is, are you happy with the size and the shape of your breasts? There's no point in reconstructing a breast to a size and shape that they're not happy with. So if they've always felt to be small, for instance, you say, well, actually, why don't we reconstruct a bigger breast and then augment make the other side. But anyway, so people with breast cancer have their breast implants is the point, And it's actually fine. Of Well, maybe not obviously, you have to tell them that you've got implants because they do it at a slight angle, so they do do the mammogram slightly differently in order to uh, to to see the breast and, and, and not have the sort of interference of the implant. But it's absolutely fine to have a mammogram if you've got implants under or over the muscle. Um. Uh, do, do, Tracy on that? Sally Daft. Hi, Sally. How you doing? Shopping list of questions. Do you use trays for tummy tuck? Quilt. Uh, the skin down vaso or normal lipopermanent sutures in MR does a hernia repair well above belly button three big babies between doctor bump or is DR oh god is DR an abbreviation for something Sally or is that it in capitals does a does a oh diastasis recti got it diastasis recti <laughs> right oh, I wish you wouldn't use those things Bump the tummy tuck price up a lot. Thank you. Wow. Right, Sally. Well done you for asking a big long question. That's gonna keep us here, isn't it? XX Hearts, not many on here. What are you talking about, XX? There's five. How many do you want? Honestly, God dear. What is <laughs> that's good for me, XX Hearts. I don't know what you're um uh but I have got a thousand subscribers on YouTube, so you know, pretty important guy right here um so sally in answer to your questions do you use drains for tummy tuck yes i do sally uh pros and cons of drains i think i've done a blog post on it i'm pretty sure i have and i still do and i think a lot of surgeons are moving away from drains and i understand why because patients don't like drains and i think there's um <laughs> now. Nah, it's all right it's all right i couldn't i don't think i could handle much more than this to be honest um um sorry xx heart says i'm worth more than this which is very kind um so I, I do use drains and i do think there is a place for drains in tummy tucks but i think we are moving away from them and just brings us down to the second part of the question quilt the skin down yes i do do quilting stitches um quilt the skin down sounds a bit extreme you're quilting the soft tissues down so that rather than having a large space for the tummy tuck you're you're putting stitches underneath the skin to to quilt it a bit like a um is it Chesterfield sofa? You know the sofa with the buttons, or a or a a, a quilt with with um, compartments in it, so that all the all the um, stuff inside the quilt doesn't just go to the end. You know those. Do um, you know what I mean? But anyway, it's um yeah, it's it's I do quilt the stitch, it's quilt the skin down, and that limits the drainage, and so that might be a way to do less or you know not not use drains but at the moment i still do use drains but um you know that the movement is away from them but i still feel they've got a place vaser or normal lipo either and i think there's a place for both and i personally don't do vaser i People who do Vaser say that you do get a, a degree of skin retraction, and I think that might be helpful in the central abdomen. I don't do liposuction in the central abdomen. The hips and thighs respond well to liposuction, so I think you can use either on the hips and thighs. The skin does t- tend to recoil quite well. Uh, I wouldn't use normal su- liposuction on the central abdomen, um, and so vasa might have a place, but you really need to speak to someone who does vasa to talk about that to see whether that is something that can have a significant difference. I'm not... 100% convinced how much difference VASA gives compared to normal liposuction or power-assisted or another type of liposuction, but um, but that, but yeah, so I use uh, power-assisted liposuction. Uh, and what you're looking at is you're looking at people who sound reasonable, who got good results. Never mind VASA, normal, this, that, umjubabwe, you could have that on paper, the best operation, but it, you, you dab it and it looks rubbish. And you're like, but I had Vaser and I had this and I had that and I had no drains. And had blah, blah, blah. But if it doesn't look good, well, it doesn't matter, does it? So you want to see someone who looks good and looks, looks after you. K Base, what are the downsides of not having drains? downsides of not having drains the main downside there's two two main downsides of not not having drains the number one downside is hematoma hematoma is blood collecting inside and that's a bit of a worry you think when you see the drains the next day and they've got blood and then you think oh, cranky, what if that was in there that might have formed a hematoma certainly with other operations like breast reduction they've done studies where they've done drains and no drains they've done drains in one side and they said it hasn't affected the hematoma rate so you know whether that it there's a that's a bit of a worry that you might get blood collecting inside if you don't put a drain in because certainly the first night it does tend to bleed a bit any wound does if you take a mole off the off the head you know anything like that the first night it does tend to bleed a bit um the second downside of not having drains which i would say is slightly the the bigger one for me is seroma so seroma is not blood it's serous fluid and it comes a week or so afterwards and it comes in the space that's been created when you do a tummy tuck and using drains the drains that i use are suction drains they're vacuum drains so they suck the two bits of skin down together my worry is so a lot of people uh you know you got to think what are you going to use to suck those bits down together so some people use glue we use tissue glue to suck those bits together i worry that after the op you move a bit you cough would it shear and would there be a bit of a space there which will maybe encourage seroma. the, aroma? the they've done a lot of studies where they've looked at it with and without drains and they said the seroma rate is really low when you don't use drains so they say it's safe to not use drains because you get a very low seroma rate i have a i have an almost zero seroma rate i can you know name the people who've had seromas so i've got an extremely low seroma rate so i don't want to have an acceptable seroma rate i want to have an almost zero seroma rate so, uh, and I think the downside of using drains, which people don't like them and the discomfort is worth it for the upside of potentially reducing the risk of seroma. So that is the, 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 the downside of not using drains is hematoma in seroma. And I would say mainly um, hematoma. So um, where are we in the middle of the shopping list? So vaso or normal, permanent stitches in MR, doesn't matter. I use interchange, I usually use a permanent nylon, or they often sometimes will use a PDS. Whatever you use, which is a dissolvable one, but it takes a long time to dissolve. Whatever you use, you use a heavy suture. So it's a it's a big suture. It's a one or, or something, which is, a, you're probably not gonna know what a one is, but a one's quite a big suture. Most sutures are like 3040. Um, so they did sutures where they, they made sutures, where they made sort of one, two, three, four, and then, as they got better at making sutures, they made a suture finer than a one. And they think, "Oh, crikey, what we're we going to call it? You know, it's finer than one, so they called it an O. And then they made it even finer than an O, so they called it a two O, three O, four O, five O. So like a five O is finer than a two O. Um, so uh, so a one is quite a heavy suture. Anyway, <laughs> um, sorry, I have digressed. So yes, it's uh, I use a heavy suture and either use a nylon or a PDS, and I'm happy to use either. Uh, but if you do use a dissolvable one, then uh, you use a long term dissolved one. And Sally, I wouldn't get too worried about this. This isn't, it's not gonna. Does a hernia repair well above tummy button? Does a, does a hernia repair well above tummy button? Three big babies between DR, that's diastasis recti. Bump and tie TG place up a lot. Thanks. I don't know. I mean, fixing diastasis. It depends if it's a hernia, Sally. If it's just diastasis recti, if it's just diversification of your muscles, then uh, that's an integral part of the surgery, so it doesn't bump the bump the price up an, a, at all. If you've got a frank hernia, so you're unlikely to have a hernia from big three big babies. That would be diastasis recti from three big babies. You have a hernia from a defect in the abdominal wall. So either if it's congenital from birth, it's going to be something around your belly button, or it'll be something like if you've got a scar there, you could have an incisional hernia or some reason for a hernia. So if you've got a specific hernia and you need a hernia repair then that's a different kettle of fish because if you're not going to have enough, if you've actually got a defect in the wall and you need to either try and close that defect or patch that defect with a mesh, that's a different kettle of fish and that might even need a general surgeon coming and helping which would bump the price up a lot. So it depends whether it's just diversification of the recti, in which case it doesn't bump the price up at all, it's an integral part, or if it's an if it's a frank hernia that needs repairing, which in case it probably would, well, it definitely would bump the price up a lot because that would be an extra level of complexity right there. Um, is that it? Is that it, Sally? Hi. Um, it's a hernia. Oh, Sally says it's a hernia down here. Yeah. Well, it probably would, Sally. Yeah, because that will probably need specific repair. So if it's a hernia. And as I say, you wouldn't get a hernia from having babies. A hernia is a is a defect in the abdominal wall. So that defect then needs to do, be repaired. So either needs to be repaired, because they call it, when you have um, diversification of the erectile, we call it muscle repair. It's not really muscle repair. There's no, there's no hole in the abdominal wall. There's no defect. We're just bringing the muscles closer together. A hernia is a defect that needs to be repaired. So you either need to stitch that together uh, if there's enough laxity, but the fact there's a hernia there means that there might be a deficit and if there's a deficit then you have to get into using meshes which would which would certainly increase the price because the mesh themselves cost a lot of money and would also increase the complexity and increase the risk of complications because particularly if you're introducing a prosthetic mesh and what have you so that would have to be taken into account so that does make it a bigger op sally so what's happened, dr katie sorry i may have missed your reply to the question if was answered due to poor connection. Um, what did I say? Uh, under the muscle, yes, you can have a, a mammogram with the implants under the muscle or over the muscle. It's absolutely fine, Dr. Katie, but you need to let them know you've got implants because they have to do it at a slight angle, so they have to do it slightly differently. Uh, XHLS heart mum, sorry, can you make a silk purse out of a sow's ear? I'll be sensible now. Very good, thank you. No, I can't. Um, makes sense. Is it mainly com- Is it mainly common? You have a m- muscle repair with all tummy tucks. I would say most tummy tucks. I wouldn't say all. I wouldn't say 100%. I would say most because the skin has been stretched, so the muscles have often been stretched apart. So you usually have to bring them together, I would say. I wouldn't say all. Sally, can't you have a hernia done on the GP NHS from GP? Sally, uh, XLS ls heart mom on... Um, Instagram is saying, can you go to the GP? Yes, you might be able to go to the GP with a hernia. The only slight problem with doing that is the if they were going to repair the hernia, they would probably just make a cut here and repair the hernia. And then you, if you've got a cut there, that messes up the need for a tummy tuck. So you'd probably be much better off having it done at the time of a tummy tuck because then you'd have the tummy tuck scarring in your lower abdomen. So um, I can understand why you would perhaps prefer to have it done um, like that, you know, with it at the time of a tummy tuck um wait a minute what's going on oh i've got to i've got to do the chat in order it's between the diastasis okay would you know a consultation be hernia and if you need a general surgeon too yes but they won't do cosmetic or dr repair yeah um if you've got a hernia sally it would probably be worth getting some imaging So if you've got any imaging, you'd look at getting a probably an MRI or or some kind of imaging of your abdomen to look at the extent of the hernia and look at the contents of the hernia to see if there's actual bowel in the hernia because you don't want to be running into that area. And then based on that, you would decide whether you would need help from a general surgeon. So you perhaps wouldn't be able to know what consultation. So if you know you've got a hernia, well, have you had some imaging? Is that why you know you've got a hernia or... um, yeah. right what's olivia got is the continued wearing of my binder helpful with my stomach hematoma or is it a bad thing what are you saying olivia are you saying you've got a stomach hematoma if you've got a hematoma so hematomas are usually drained in theater you normally have to go back to theater and have a hematoma drained uh, but if it's not bad, if it's not that much of a hematoma, then it's just sort of a bit of swelling, then I guess you wouldn't necessarily have to have it drained, particularly if it's not expanding. Um, so, yes, I would have thought the, 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 the wary of the binder would help, but it has to be supportive rather than compressive. So, it doesn't want to have to be like when you take it off, you breathe a sigh of relief. It's got to be supportive and comfortable. But uh, here we go, Olivia, four months post op. Olivia, I said this to you before, you've got to stick with your surgeon, talk to your surgeon because it's not really right for me to be you know telling you whether you wear your mind or not that's up to your surgeon really sally thank you thumbs up yourself uh right? did i cause my hematoma by overexertion? probably not uh, unless you've done you know and you've gone crazy at the gym day three or something but um if you've gone really at it you might pull the stitch or something but probably not you, you anyone can get hematomas it's just a risk of doing a surgery um what's going on here what's going on here hello 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 i did not have muscle repair with my tummy tuck not needed apparently there you go olivia didn't have it so it wasn't needed um sally hernia literally popped out like an alien when pregnant too much info oh, shut up now i've got internal camera internal camera oh my god internal camera packs God, dear, oh dear. Um dear. Yeah, I'm not even, is it, if it's by your belly button, then maybe it is a hernia, but actually, if it's, it might just be, are you sure it's not just diversification of the erectile? Do you know it's a hernia? Because you... if you haven't had imaging, I would say that you don't know whether it's a defect in the wall or just diversification. But anyway, um, if you've been told it's a hernia, then maybe it is. Um oh God, it's all kicking off now. I do need someone I need help anyone out there who wants to like manage the I'll talk they just say to me right next question yeah that's what I want pardon my assistant passes me in the next question right I try um hernia right Rosie Hudson Smith what does your BMA have to be for a tummy tuck oh that's so good that's a short succinct question but is the answer going to be short and succinct that's (laughs) that's the thing um Good question, Rosie. There's a short answer, which is 30, if, if that's helpful. So the short answer is 30 in terms of a lot of people will say your BMI has to be below 30 if you're going to have a tummy tuck or something like that, because you'll get a better result if you have 30, if below 30. The long answer is the lower your BMI, the better. The lower your BMI, the less risk of complications, the better result you're going to have, particularly if you're not happy with your weight don't have a tummy tuck for weight loss reasons if you're not happy with your weight you are far better off losing your weight first and I know what you're going to say I can't lose weight because I've got this big abdominal apron I'll be able to lose weight a lot better when I have my tummy tuck and I couldn't appreciate that but in terms of the surgical result you can have a much better result if you lose weight first your complications are going to be less and also if you lose weight after surgery you might have some redundant skin there which could have been removed and made tighter if you've lost the weight first having said that for me I don't have a BMI sort of set in stone. It's not like 30, gone, below 30, you're fine. Because your BMI might be below 30, and you might want to lose weight. I'm like, well, don't have the tummy tuck yet. Wait until you've lost weight. Um, And similarly, your BMI might be above 30, and I might do the surgery. If you've lost – so these people who've had BMI's of 45, you know, they drop down to 33 or 32 or something, it's pretty tough to say, oh, you've got to get down to 30. You know, so if particularly people have lost a lot of weight, sometimes the BMI is above 30. So it's not uh, it's not written in stone, but if you want to get the best result, the lower the better, and thirty is the guideline that a lot of a lot of us use. Um, Olivia, yes, I have a hematoma. Doctor would not drain it. Well, there you go. Maybe it wasn't big enough to drain. Olivia, and back in the UK now, my binder is a bit wet, weary, weary, weary now. So not overly tight. Good. Well, you don't want it overly tight, Olivia. Again, talk to your doctor about what to wear. I Sometimes wear, we say wear the big pants and things if the binder's t- not doing the job. Randy. Olivia Pemberton. Message this number on WhatsApp. And you can also text him on his mobile. He got me 5,000 into my cash app account. He's real and legit. Sorry. What <laughs> is this? Wow. Have I been i i in hacked oh my god she's saying it to everybody can't what not sorry who's randy james not the not the gym other stuff randy what are you doing man is randy J- right i'm gonna do randy i'm gonna can i block randy can i do randy what well i guess he's i think i, I guess he's getting my comments up but he's He's saying, st- what's he all about? See, I told you I need an assistant before this happened. Right, well, Randy might have stopped now. If Randy stopped. Randy, can you stop that, please? Randy, stop it. I'm watching. Good. If you don't stop it, I'm gonna block you, if, uh, that I had to block you, but I will find a way. You heard me. Right, where are we at? Sorry about that. Sorry about that, people. Randy James is nothing to do with me. And I don't know what he's going on about with that WhatsApp number. Um, So Olivia's wary with a binder. Yep. Not the gym, other stuff. Um, It's between bra strap and belly button. Well, that's where a diversification would be, Sally. Tracy, no thanks. Are you saying no thanks to Randy but, or Randy James? Sorry, Tracy. Yeah, I say no thanks to Randy. JJ, did you see the message I was just sent by Randy James? I did, Olivia. I think he sent it to everybody. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a... It looks a bit, you know... Well, it looks very not right, doesn't it? Nothing to do with me anyway. Um... K Babes, where do you operate from and how long is your waiting list? Hey Kay, I've got an operating room in my clinic. So I do minor procedures, moles and stuff like that. Major procedures I'm mainly, at the moment as we speak, doing it in Liverpool. There's a friend of mine who's got a place up in Liverpool, in Whiston. And that's where I'm doing all my GA and my bigger procedures. There is, as I said earlier, evidence that the operating in the Midlands is going to come back again. Um, and we're starting to look at maybe getting some lists in Droitwich, maybe at Parkway. So I think they are giving us lists. And I think, you know, it's a bit sporadic and ad hoc is the problem. Um, so, but hopefully it'll be coming back soon in the Midlands. Um, Farah Man, if if the BMI is 2.5, is it acceptable for a tummy tuck? Farah Man, do you mean 2.5? 2.5 is a little, little BMI. A little BMI actually be a really tall person with like not much weight i think you mean 25 or maybe 2.5 is maybe you're doing it in it's kilograms per meter squared isn't it so 2.5 could be in um anyway let's go i would call it 25 but 25 is good 25 is normal bmi farah the main thing is you've got to be happy with your weight so there's two things with you with your, with your bmi one is the 30 thing you know which is an arbitrary thing but the second thing is are you happy and stable with your weight if you're not happy and stable with your weight you are better better off getting happy and stable before having a tummy tuck whether whatever your bmi is so even if you've been almost 25 and you want to lose weight or put on weight or whatever do it first before having a tummy tuck because you get a better result if you are stable and happy with your weight um what's going on uh got to try and get through randy james's messages thank you for your helpful answers i'll no doubt be along to see you in person end of this year for consult yes sally i'd be interested to see what's going on i will help if i can tracy i got that message too i know i think everyone did bit dodgy yes it was dodgy i'm sorry it's i've not got a sideline in doing whatsapp texting yes can i delete I'll delete them if I can. I'm not on Facebook. I'm on a funny, that's why I get this up. It's not on Facebook. I'm on a sort of um, separate thing. So when I get back, I'll get on Facebook after this and I'll delete the messages and, and I'll do what I need to do. Don't you worry. Um, bit dodgy. My skin is so thin at the bottom of the apron. How would they do it? Sorry, Rosie. How would they do what? Is it a tummy What does your BMI three for a time? Tummy... Is it a tummy tuck, Rosie? Are we saying a tummy tuck? yeah they they would do it fine rosie um when you do a tummy tuck it, the, the wound is under tension uh obviously because you want a tight abdomen and what we do is we try and take the tension off the skin by putting quite a lot of dissolvable sutures underneath the skin so there's three layers of sutures there's a very deep layer of strong sutures quite deep down taking the tension off then there's another layer just underneath the skin and then there's a final layer in the skin so even if the skin itself is thin a lot of the tension will be taken off before we put the skin suture in so hopefully when we put the skin suture in there isn't a huge amount of tension so i think you find that we'd be fine doing that rosie so don't worry about it that's our problem and we will be fine i think we've been getting spam messages i'm sorry tracy is it my fault are you still getting spam messages kick randy off oh my god they're revolting the 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 people are revolting. You're revolting, guys. Stop revolting. Block him. How do I do that? I don't know how to do that. the Facebook open on another page. He's gone, hasn't he? Has he gone? He's gone. I, I'll do it afterwards. Whatever. I don't even know how to block people. I don't know how to kick people off. But after this, I will. I should know, shouldn't I? <laughs> after this, I will get on um, and and delete the messages or something. I hope I haven't spammed done anything. It's nothing to do with me anyway. Rosie, can the skin be pulled down instead of pulled up? It is always pulled down, Rosie, because you want the skin, the scar to, to, to meet the lower incision. So it is always pulled down. It's not pulled up. Rosie, are we talking about tummy tuck here? Because I don't want to be t- t- talking about the wrong op. I'm, assu- I'm. Let's assume we're talking about tummy tuck. Um so yes, the skin is pulled down. It's not pulled up. Um, uh, yeah, let's not let's let's not give him. Come on, let's not mention him, Sophie. Um, Roxana, I've just had a message from him. Roxana, it's nothing to do with me. Who's? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. This is a. I am. I don't know. It's nothing to do with me. Oh God. Hi Cheryl. God, what a nightmare. God damn. Yeah. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, JJ. Booked in for August. So hopefully you have earlier dates coming available. Can't wait. Booked in for August. Booked in for a clinic in August, is it? So hopefully you have earlier dates coming available. Good. Cheryl, keep close. Call us. Yeah. Keep in touch. We'll let you know what's going on. Nicola, Megan, you know, the team. We'll let you know what's going on. Liz, hashtag Ask JJ. Respect to you, Liz. Appreciate that use of the hashtag. I have a very stretched skin on my lower tummy under my belly button, meaning the skin has very deep, wide grooves for stretch marks. The skin seems very thin. Would this make a tummy tuck difficult to perform? Would the results be affected? Sounds like you're a good candidate for a tummy tuck there, Liz. I mean, um, that skin all goes. So if you've got deep stretch marks or, you know, you don't like the skin from your belly button down to your pubic area, perfect, because that skin all goes, it all gets thrown away, and the skin just above your belly button then gets pulled down to your pubic area. So um, deep stretch marks, and if the skin looks unsightly, then that's great because that's all gets removed. So that that sounds like um, you, you. No, I don't think your tummy tuck would be difficult to perform based on that. I mean, yeah, it sounds sounds like you'd be a good you'd be a good candidate based on that. But obviously, I have to see you and stuff. But that in itself is not a problem. I have literally just asked this question, thinking the same. Yeah, mm. yes, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. So let's be quiet and hopefully, hope he won't find out that we're still here. Melody, individuals can block him. I think there you go. You guys block him. Um, and I will block him if I presume you, know, you right click and I don't know, block a thing. Um, Cheryl, you see, yes, see you next week, Wednesday. Looking forward to it, Cheryl. Looking forward to it already. Cannot wait next Wednesday, right? Oh. Look at this. What's going on here? Bit of a saucy question here, Instagram people on Facebook. I'm glad you can't see it. It's up on screen. How soon after mummy makeover can you have sex? It's a bit awkward. I wonder who asked that. It's an awkward one, isn't it? Um, <coughs> um, primey. Um, um, oh. Has anyone had a mummy maker of over out there? Can they answer that question? Um, well, your wound's healed in a week. You'll be... P- p- two... I don't know. Six, eight, six weeks? I don't know. what. I, God, I, what's the normal sort of rate? If I say, is that a long time? <laughs> God, I'm out of depth here. Um, six weeks. Or four weeks, maybe. I guess... You know, it's just when you feel comfortable, and 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 you've got to like not do, um, you know, just sort of take it easy, <laughs> because a mummy makeover is a breast thing as well. So you just want to sort of go easy on 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 on, on those areas. Listen to your body, all right? Listen to your body is the answer to that one. I am, I'm, I'd, I'd say, you know. Glug. Oh, Melody. Six weeks. There you go. Melody was told six weeks. It's good enough for me after my FDL. Six weeks, guys. There you go. Good. Crikey. Next question. Does a tummy tuck and mons lift help improve the pelvic floor muscles? No. No, it doesn't. Um, No it doesn't really do anything to the muscles Tracy I'm, I'm sorry to say um you obviously can strengthen those floor muscles and obviously well not obviously but those muscles are, are are sort of stretched or damaged when you have a child just like your rectus muscles but your rectus muscles are on the front the pelvic floor muscles are at the sort of are, are the bottom of the square and we're not we're just operating on the front piece of the square if you know the cube can you picture that can you be it's in my head the cube yeah we are offering on that the pelvic floor is the bottom of the cube yeah anyway no they're not they're not uh affected doing a tummy tuck and a mons lift um so so no um what's this tracy's always everyone laugh are these laughter these are laughters right okay making me laugh right okay i don't know who's putting embarrassing question let's have a non embarrassing let's have a better question this is a better question this is what we want <sighs> Right, I hear of people using walking frames after mummy makeover to remove tension from the scars. Do you recommend this? No, I do not recommend this. I think in general, things like walking frames and crutches and things like that, walking aids, um, you shouldn't really use them unless you need them. Um so if you don't need them, you should be able to walk over your own power. And I think walking frames and things. No, I don't think that's something to get into. It's only a couple of weeks you'll be walking over, and I think it's just a bad thing to get into to get reliant on um, something like a frame. Uh, so I do not recommend uh, things like that. I think you're better off if you can avoid using them to avoid using them because the more you sort of rely on them, the more the more you get used to them, and you get you're less likely to get off them. Whereas if you don't start with them, same for crutches. Um, just don't start with them. And uh, if you don't, I mean, if you need them, fine. But for a mummy makeover, you don't need it. So um, I would not recommend that at all. You was blushing. Was I blushing, Trey? What can you blame me? Did you see the, did you just, what are they trying to do to me? Right, okay, what we got. Um, do you recommend being up and out of bed immediately after mummy makeover? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah, Definitely yes i do recommend being up and out of bed straight away dvt is the thing dvt clots in your legs can fly up in your lungs due to immobility so the quicker you can get out of bed the the better so yeah get out of bed walk and if you're not if you're not able to if you're uncomfortable move your ankles move your move your hips and knees and all that sort of thing keep everything circulating but definitely i think that is uh that is important uh k babes k babes Do you have a set way of doing a belly button shape when doing a tummy tuck? I've seen lots of different types of belly buttons post-surgery, some with big round scars on the outside and some not. I do, Kay, and I think everyone, or I think, you know, most plastic surgeons do have set ways. Sometimes people make a vertical slit, sometimes horizontal, sometimes i will cut a circle or an oval. I actually cut a U in order to get a a sort of shield shape. Uh, Some cut cut an N. Um, So... Anytime there's lots of ways of doing it means there's no one good way of doing it. But, um, yeah, I I cut a U that then opens up to a sort of shield shape that gives you a superior hood. And I try and put some sutures in to make the belly button sit in a depression with a superior hood. Um, But, yes, you're absolutely right. There are different ways of doing it. So look at some photos to have a look to see what uh, you think of the belly buttons that you see. Um, Tracy, does a tummy tuck improve posture? no initially it will make it bad because you have to bend over and your back hurts and all those sorts of things and then it will come back to normal a lot of well one of the things about a tummy tuck particularly if you have got a significant diversification of your recti you do bring those muscles together so people talk about your core strength core stability being improved i wouldn't like to guarantee that and i wouldn't like to make that being a sort of selling point of a tummy tuck it might improve your posture it might improve your core um but I wouldn't make it a big, so I would, if you ask the question, I'd probably say no, it'll be the same, and you have to work, if your posture's poor, you have to do things to improve your posture, but it does improve the, uh, it does bring your your recti muscles together, uh, which will improve your core stability, and might have an effect, but it would have to be looked on as a side, a potential happy side effect, as opposed to a primary reason for having the surgery. It's a primary reason for having surgery, I'll be thinking, oh, they might not, you know, do that. So uh, hard to guarantee. Um, I have a lot of fat on my thighs. Would it be better to have a liposuction rather than a lift? Would you be able to help? And it's something, something you do at your clinic. I would not be able to help with liposuction because it is not something that we do at the clinic um i haven't really embraced laser liposuction i do understand it is a thing and a lot of people talk about it and ask for it so you probably be better off talking to someone who does laser liposuction rather than myself but anyway i'll talk in general terms a lot of fat on your thighs would you be better have the laser liposuction i would say my my uh, opinion on that is fat on your thighs depends on where the fat is medial or lateral thigh so lateral thigh the outsides of your thighs that can respond well to liposuction medial thigh the inside of the thigh is the response less well well the other thing about the outer thighs is weight loss can help those areas and I know people say oh you know I don't want to lose weight or won the lottery and all that sort of stuff the best thing for for you know to get rid of fat is is weight loss because that means you've got You're not going to get any dents or contour irregularities, which you'll risk when you do liposuction. But uh, uh, in my experience, inner thighs does not respond so well because the skin doesn't retract. Having said that, liposuction says that they say that it does cause some degree of skin retraction. So you might find someone who's getting good results with vaso. It's about looking at results and seeing what you can see. But um, I would be um, wary, and I think for me anyway, I normally say a thigh lift. But as I say, if you can get some degree of skin retraction, it might be a, it might be a goer. Laser might be a goer, so that might be a good indication for Vasa there. Um, Jane, how are you doing, Jane? As breasts drop naturally with age, could the chances of this be lessened by polyure- by using polyurethane implants as opposed to ex- textured? Wow, that's a, that I should, sorry, I feel I didn't. I'll, I'll say that very clearly for my Instagram uh, friends. As breasts drop naturally with age, could the chances of this be lessened by using polyurethane implants as opposed to textured? That's quite an informed question. Um, I think again, I would not say that that would be the case. The thing about implants, and you're absolutely right in in, in thinking that polyurethane implants are more likely to stay in position. Polyurethane implants are much more slight, less likely to move, and uh, and, and and particularly with a teardrop, it's not going to you're not going to get a malposition. Um, Uh, when compared to silicone implants the thing that normally happens with breasts with age is the breast droops because the breast is acted on by gravity not the implant so often what happens is the implant sits there and then the breast falls off the implant and so whether it's polyurethane or silicone the breast the implant once it's established just normally sits there and then over time it's the it's the breast that falls off the implant rather than the implant dragging the breast down. So I would say it's going to be the same. I don't think, I don't think, or I certainly don't know of any evidence that says that a polyurethane implant is more likely to age better in terms of the shape of the breast. It's certainly more likely to age better in terms of the risk of capsular contracture, but in terms of the shape of the breast, I'm not sure if you could say that it's uh, less likely to to drop. Because it's the actual tissues of your skin and your breast that, that 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 drop due to age or having children or know, weight changes. It's that that skin and that that the breast tissue that's going to drop, not the implant. Um, sorry, where are we? As breasts drop, that's done. Um, Randy James, go away and scam someone else. Amen, Carl. You you tell Randy, get it out, man. We don't want you. Samantha how many times after a tummy tuck do average patients have to visit you for aftercare thanks um, no such thing as an average patient Samantha all our patients are special um, so um, tummy tuck aftercare would be one week to see uh, Vicky well normally Vicky will give you a call a day or two after the surgery see how you get it. right well let's start at the beginning you'll be in hospital as I said do use drains stay in overnight at least one night uh, drains come out before you go home then you go home Vicky will catch up with you by phone a couple of days later to see how you're getting on. You'll have a binder on and all these dressings and stuff. Um, after a week, you come back to the clinic. So you'd have to visit for that to take the dressings off and see what's what. And so You normally don't need another dressing after that. Um, you know, make sure the binder's fitting okay, etc. So one week to see Vicky. Then I normally catch up with you about six weeks. Scars, probably all red and firm, probably still some swelling there. Mainly just looking at the healing and things. Uh, get you massaging the scar, talk to you about scar management. Um, then uh, three months, maybe things are settling, you know, three, four months. Maybe things are starting to settle now. Uh, but there probably won't be a probably scar, be it bit be a red, still a bit swollen. So then um, uh, normally do it six months, then a year, then yearly. So that's the sort of normal regime. We do one week Vicky, then six weeks me, then three months, six months, uh, year and yearly give or take if you've got problems we'll do it more often if you've got no problems you don't have to you can say look I've got no problems I don't want to come back you know if the scar's beautiful at a year and you everything's fine um but that's sort of you know but uh it's it's that sort of regime um just I like to keep an eye on people so well offer people yearly appointments after a year or so just to keep them in the system but for something like a tummy tuck to be honest with you once it's done and the scar's good if your weight's pretty stable it's that's it really but you don't have to keep coming back whether or not you come back we always say look there's an open appointment for everybody so if you have any problems or issues or something you can come back at any time so even if you have obviously if you have problems between those appointments then just give us a ring and come back and we wrap about it right um tracy my implants have fell off my boobs so what you are okay so were you asking oh no jane was asking about the polyurethane so Yes, so I said that the implant, the breast fell off the implant. So there is a risk re- that you can have the implants descending. Uh, so this is bottoming out. So in terms of aging, it's usually the breast that falls off, but the implant can descend. So if you do have a problem with malposition, so if the, imp- if the implant does descend and bottom out, then yes, polyurethane implants are a good way to treat this, and polyurethane implants are less likely to do this so that's maybe going back to jane's question about as breasts drop naturally with age could polyurethane well no that's saying as breast drop if you have a complication with the implant in terms of the implant descending lower than the pocket that's bottoming out and more likely to have more silicone compared to polyurethane so i'm sorry to hear that tracy um i'm 50 and then nearly 12 years old now well there you go um you yeah, know well, maybe if you if you're not happy with the shape tracy it might be worth seeing your surgeon to see what's what Rachel, I had a thighplasty. One looks great. The other looks very similar to before. I'm four weeks out. Is that normal? I wouldn't say normal. I wouldn't say normal, Rachel, no. Um, but I would say four weeks is in the early days. And as with anything, always best to stick with your surgeon. They will know what's what. They will know if they've done more on one side than the other. And, um, yeah, I definitely would actually see your surgeon and see what's going on there because, uh You know, it might be swelling, or it might be this or that. They might have, you know, had some something in the surgery. But no, I wouldn't say it's normal one week to have one looking normal and one looking like a pre-op. But I would say it's normal for things to not look the same at four weeks, and that's a problem with a lot of the surgery that we do. It's you know, two of them: two thighs, two arms, two breasts, two eyes. You know, so you think this one looks great, but this one's all swollen. If you just had one and it was all swollen, you say, "Oh, it's normally swollen." Don't worry about it but then when you've got another one to actually compare it with on the other side you say but what about that one so that is the problem that when you're doing two two things that maybe it doesn't always settle at the same rate so four weeks is early days rachel but stick with your surgeon and um you know don't make any long-term decisions that's what i would say you know about three months for things to start to settle i normally say to people tracy how long do you keep the binder on for and how do you know what size to buy we put the binder on you in theater, Tracy, uh, and it's a month, day, and night. And, um, yeah, so we, we will advise you about the size, but we will put one on in theater. They come usually small, medium, large, and stuff like that. Um, Dominique's here on Instagram. Hi, Dominique. Nice to see you. Long time no see. Hope you're all right and uh, surviving your locking down. Um Tracy, I'm having a mummy makeover uplift with new implants. Go, girl. You go. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, Rachel, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Well, Rachel, um, I guess it depends on how you say it. So, I mean, if it was me, Rachel, I would say, look, you're better off saying to your surgeon rather than saying to some random guy on the internet, one's swollen, one's not. You know, you're better off speaking to your surgeon And I think it's perfectly reasonable. I think we have often, to be fair, people saying that this is a bit not right. The One's bigger than this and that. And they're not complaining. They're just saying, look, this one's a bit bigger than that one. Is that all right? I'm worried. It's not complaining. It's not like saying, one's bigger than the other. Why didn't you do it properly on that side and you messed up the other side? You know, that's complaining. Whereas, you know, I'm a bit worried. This one seems to be a bit like, a bit swollen. Is that okay? It's not complaining, is it? Don't worry, Rachel, presumably you paid for this. Well, you know, you didn't pay for this, but, you know, you paid It's a doctor and he's got to look after you. Yeah, well, we don't have to complain. Why is my tattoo not suitable for excision? Now, we're in for a treat now, guys, because I am going to seamlessly put the tattoo photo on the stream. And quick as a wink, I'm going to watch this Instagram. What do you say about that? Hmm? How pro is that? Why is my tattoo not suitable for surgery i sometimes i do think you know it's interesting because when we started doing tattoos um it was obvious to me that you could remove a tattoo by excision a lot of people are like why you can remove a tattoo by excision that's crazy really i'm like well yeah of course just cut out the skin um but obviously, that you know, obviously, maybe you know, my mind's maybe different to other people's minds. Um, so that is way not suitable for excision. If you think of how much skin would have to be removed from the hand, I don't know if it's just the sword in the middle or if it's the ones on each of the uh fingers that uh they want removed. So if you can't see it, well, I hope you can see it, but it, I, if you're on the podcast, so guys, this is on a podcast every well, I just put it on a podcast, it's on um, so if you like listening to podcasts yeah you can listen to this on a podcast anyway subscribe to my podcast it's called the styano clinic and it's available on all podcast um, things you know places Um, so this is a massive sword down the middle of the back of the hand uh, extending onto the base of the middle finger with also uh, fairly large tattoos on the base of the index ring and small finger so just looking at the sword the sword itself is fairly bad but not too bad but the problem is it's got the hilt of the sword you know the cross bit and that is really just going to make it a nightmare to remove um the good thing about it is it's longitudinally orientated so that is where you want to have a scarf that way rather than across the hand you want to have it going up and down the hand so that when you make a fist it's not under tension but even without the, the the hilt of the sword it would be very tight and uh, a very nasty scar on the back of the hand um with the hilt i think it, it was safe to say that it would be not not a goer and each of the ones on the finger although they're small they are taking up the whole of the dorsum of the finger that all of the hair bearing skin on the back of the base of the fingers and um, you know you just couldn't close that up there's just not enough skin so it, i've always said it depends on the size and the location so the size Maybe be small but the location is really bad the skin is really tight so i'm sorry to say that tattoo is not a goer for excision it's not a not a suitable one so i'm very sorry about that we probably say no to more well no probably about it we do say mo- no to more than we say yes to i'm sorry about that but it does depend on the size and location and just got to be realistic about what we can achieve so um yeah so I normally say if you pinch off you pinch the back of their hands they've got loads then you make a fist it's gone pinch the back of the finger there's no way you can pinch that much skin on the back of the finger particularly if you take into into account the fact that the finger moves so how do we go with the new with a new um the new audio i don't i haven't I haven't done the audio on Instagram. the only way I can do the audio of instagram is do this. know, do these earpieces but i I think the audio is okay on instagram is it? it's facebook's the problem it's always it's always cutting out and, and stuff so i hope that's all right i'm sorry about the spam earlier on and i will um see if i can you know delete the messages or something but um if you enjoyed this week's episode please join me next week where i will be answering more questions about plastic surgery and uh well just plastic surgery mainly um Next Tuesday, Tuesday night, seven o'clock. Um I was very happy with this, but does it look a bit ridiculous? Dusting, dusting. Anyway. Um so mm. yes, so anyone else got a question? Any other questions? Um, because I can answer them. If there's no other questions, then I will sign off and I will see you here next week at seven o'clock, Facebook, Instagram, and I have reason to believe YouTube too. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, what are you thinking of? Surely you have already. We've got 1,100 followers. Let's make it 1,101. Got any questions, message me, get in phone email instagram whatever jackie is a legend i can't do any i can't can i not like that comment stay safe jackie you too and i will sally says thank you for your time sally you're more than welcome you're more than welcome sally thank you for your questions great questions from sally and i will see you all next week jackie is the audio uh, jackie you are the instagram queen is the audio all right on instagram is it because I could plug in my headphones, but then I'd be doing it like this. And I always think people look a bit ridiculous when they do it like that. I could do it like that. Should I do it now? I'll do it now, like the end. I wonder if I should turn Facebook off. I'll do it now. Is the audio. right? This is the audio without it. How's that? That's the audio with it. I could do it like this and like that, and then I'd be an audio king. I've got Facebook. It's brilliant. It's brilliant with the with the white things in. Is it better with Is it better now than it was a minute ago? Sorry, Facebook. I'm. Thank you for the time. Thank you, Sally. Um, I'll sign off on Facebook. See you next week. Jackie says it's brilliant, and stay safe, guys. Any questions? Call me. Stop the stream. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at stianoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag Ask JJ. We'd love to hear from you.